I'm Paul. I'm Kirk. Hey, Kirk, how you doing? I'm feeling warm. Oh, okay, just warm. Not hot. Not hot. Not hot. No, well, it is winter in L.A., so. And it's brisk. It's own. well, it's warm. It's warm. It's moderate. <laughs> yeah. Why are we talking about the weather? Who We're talking we? about the weather because... Weather, the, the weather talking men? <laughs> Welcome to the new sh- of a spa, uh, shout out and yeah. uh, uh, side podcast we have of weather. We had water, now we have weather. Yeah. Uh, no, no you immediately were referencing the thing I asked you not to do. And I didn't say it. <laughs> See, I tiptoed around it. I said before the show, we're not going to call, we're not going to call it Hotland. And I didn't. Or we're only going to call it Hotland. And I didn't. You know what I'm calling it? What? The ATL. The, <laughs> that's still up there. Yeah. Where I'm, I've never been to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I don't have any plans to go to Atlanta. I don't care about Atlanta. Understand. But I feel like those nicknames are said and spoken only by people who have never been to Atlanta. Probably. The way when like when people call it like La La Land or yeah, exactly. Holly Weird. Yeah, it's like, you're like shut you up, live here. Idiot. Shut the no one says uh, that. <laughs> yeah. I I am sure when um middle aged white guys who have never been to Atlanta call it Hot Lana, everyone in Atlanta rolls their eyes. True, but I've been to Atlanta. Uh, I think you've I think you've talked about that before. I, I lived there. You lived there shortly. Yeah. Well, here here's the caveat. I lived there for three months. Yeah. Um, between college graduation and moving to Chicago. Right. You you hung out there for. I that. hung out there for three months. Uh, and waited tables, drank beer, and played basketball. Yeah. Uh, but I was in a bit of a summer. I was in Decatur, which is like we spent a lot of time in Atlanta, like partying. But Decatur's like twenty minutes away. So technically not, but we spent a lot of time yeah. in, in the ATL. Yeah, <laughs> I can say it. You can't, motherfucker. You, look, you, it is your privilege to say it if you wish. Haven't been back since. No? Nope. It was that bad, huh? It was fine. Think about Atlanta. It's Kirk Pynchon says, Atlanta sucks. You heard it here <laughs> first. first. Hates everyone from Atlanta. Yeah, don't write to the show. Write to him. It's because uh, I went there in the summer. It was hot, muggy, and buggy. And like so buggy that my brother's like, hey, so uh, put your shoes on a shelf because sometimes just creepy crawlers will crawl on your shoe. Yeah. I never want to go to the (laughs) south. I'll say that on a microphone. And Atlanta's not not even considered that much south. It is. It is to us because we're from from the northeast. You have to protect yourself against bugs in your shoes. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> but they had some damn fine music. Yeah. We're going to talk about it tonight. Mine feel very, obviously, on brand. And I feel very true to Atlanta. And as I was doing this, I was like, what the fuck is Paul going to do? I was, The whole time I was like, what's he doing? Yeah, I came up with some things. But it's the only time I've ever been like, what's, what's Paul up to? I mean, look, most of the stuff... Most of the major artists who have come from Atlanta are hip hop and R and B yeah. artists, and that's not my area of expertise. Yeah. There are lots of artists on the list who are who I like and mm-hmm. even love, who we even talk about a lot, uh, who are not going to be in this episode. Yeah, tonight. like TLC, which is like the. They're like there are are like sirens almost. Yeah, we have them on all the time. That's why I didn't put. I was like, we we put them on a lot. Too like, obvious. Yeah. Too obvious. Not gonna do it. We're not gonna talk about Outcast. No, no Outcast. 
Not because we don't like Outcast, Outcast, but you know we wanted to talk about other things. Yes, exactly. Have you, anyone was you know who Outcast is? You've seen Outcast. Yeah. What can we add to the conversation? What are we going to say Outcast? about Outcast? Yeah, uh, no CeeLo or Gnarls Barkley. No, no. Uh, who else isn't there? Um, Here's I'll tell you right now. You might have been worried. I would want to talk about it. I do not. It's the Black Crows. Oh. We're not going to talk about the Black Crows. You have mentioned that you do not like the Black Crows. I don't. I nothing the Black Crows. They're they're just, they're, you know. Can I say something? They're a bar rock blues band. Um, They're fine for what they are. I like the song Remedy. It's really good. Yeah, it's got a remedy for what they are. Yeah, sure. Like, I don't. I had a period when I was was a kid when I liked the Black Crows, but I don't think they've aged well. And And I sort of don't. Care for any like neo blues rock, yeah, you know, sort of thing anymore. <laughs> it's kind of ick, yeah, it's yeah, it gives me the ick a little bit, yeah. it's a bit cringe. I get you, um, yeah, so no black crows. So I'm fascinated, <laughs> I'm fascinated by what you what you come Who's up with. Who's coming up? Okay, yeah, you'll see. Okay, go, but we're gonna, but we're gonna start with one of yours. Oh, yeah, so let's get into it. Uh, with, the f- with your first video. My first video. This is a group I've never heard of. This, I did not know. I knew they were from Atlanta. Yeah. But there's a reason why I put the SOS band on. Mm-hmm. Because they are an important footnote in the history of R&B music. Okay. Where if they weren't here, mm-hmm. certain large swaths of music would not exist. Okay. And I say that with the utmost seriousness. That's pretty, pretty big words. Yes. The SOS band... 80s R&B funk band. Okay. Just, you know, that electro kind of thing. They had a big song that you might know, Take Your Time, Do It Right. Oh, yeah. That's the SOS okay. band. Yeah. yeah. So that was their big, big hit that crossover. This was a huge R&B hit called Just The Way You Like It. Okay. And this is 80s the, the music video? For music the video. The video is 80s as fuck. The song is 80s as fuck. And once we get into it, I'll explain why the importance of the song. Okay. Of course, it takes place at a nightclub. Nightclub's closing. There's a storm outside. Yeah, and there's like the cleaning lady. Mm-hmm. She's Tall got. Yeah. But that cute cleaning lady is so beautiful. Yeah, and she's look at she got to clean up this nightclub mess. And yeah. I'm so tired. I don't want to clean up a nightclub that's got. Is she going to. Can you just. I'm asking for a spoiler here. Yeah. If I'm right. Does she get a magical makeover? <laughs> In about four seconds. Okay. <laughs> like someone waves a wand and is like. Now she's wearing a, a beautiful gown and she's going yeah. to, Okay. Wow, Paul nailed it. Because, of course, I say she's a beautiful cleaning lady, but what I mean is she, you could, she's obviously a model, but she's wearing, like, a kerchief yes. and a dirty shirt. Yeah. And she doesn't look pretty. It's that she's all that thing. of like, Exactly. Who would have thought that under those glasses that's a beautiful girl? Exactly. All right. of a sudden she just turns beautiful. Right. Yes. The librarian shakes her hair out and is like, oh, she's hot. She's hot. So yeah. she ter- she puts on a song, which is oh. the SOS song. Uh. That nightclub hasn't shut down. <laughs> What's going to happen? What? It's all clean it's all magically. Alive. Ooh. Oh, yeah. the whole nightclub's getting a magical the whole, Yes. So yeah, she's just... actually living in the nightclub and boom. Yeah. Yeah, now she's hot with a leather top. Bottom, yeah, 
red pumps. Yep, looking good. It's like the the Overlook Hotel in the 1980s. <laughs> yes, this is so 80s as fuck. But we'll, I'll let the song play a little bit because it's a jam. So a, a big band. It's like six or seven people. Female lead singer. Mm-hmm. All the rest guys. And before I get into this, guitar, guitar, keyboard, keyboard, guitar, and drums. But a legit R&B band. Yeah. They weren't. They weren't fake. Now the keyboardist does something really cool. Okay. That when I was 14, when this came out, I was like, "This is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> and it's so like, "Oh, you're such a dumb kid." This is what happened. So that I thought was really cool, right here. <laughs> Just he turns around. He and turns around. And he does a jump kick to the cymbals. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he did that. That's so cool." Yeah. Dumb kid. <laughs> okay. So this, you remember watching this video? Oh, in yeah. 1984. Absolutely yeah. love this group. Love this song. Okay, here's the importance of the SOS band. Okay. I'm going to tell a whole story about it. Yeah. So, the reason why the SOS band is important is because they were the band that Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis were producing when Prince fired them. Oh. Yes. Wait, you mean that when they that they were sort of doing that as a side project? They were Prince doing it as like, a side Excuse project. me, but no. No, it's even worse. I might have told the story. A Probably, bit. but I can't remember the details. So they go to Atlanta to produce the SOS band. Yeah. This is this is a Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis song. Okay. They're, they do the whole album. And so they go to Atlanta, and Prince knew about it. Prince is like, ah, yeah, it's fine. Just, just do it and come back. Yeah. So they go to Atlanta, produce this. Mm-hmm. They get caught in a snowstorm. Again, they're supposed to come back west to do a, a, a concert because mm-hmm. the time was opening for Prince. This was like, not 84, this was like 83. Yeah. So, the Prince at the concert. So, Jimmy Jam and Lewis don't, don't show because they're in a, Atlanta stuck in a snowstorm. So, Prince goes, okay, time, here's what we're going to do. Lisa, you're going to go on stage and you're going to play keyboards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerome, here's a bass. Pretend play it, fake it, and then I'll just be behind this curtain playing bass by myself. <laughs> and that's what he did for the concert. Yeah. And which is the coolest thing ever. Jerome was the dude with the mirror who didn't yes. play anything. Who didn't play anything. Hype guy. Yeah. yeah, but Prince was like, I'm not going to go out on stage and play. So just right. fake it. Because I'm Pretend too big to, to be yes. want the bass player for the top. Yeah. So right. I'm going to be behind this curtain just yeah. playing and doing it right. Lisa, you go on. Yeah. So they get back, they come back and miss the concert, and Prince is like, you're fucking fucked. Right, instead of just being like, oh, that sucks, but hey, we got through it. Okay, on to the next yeah. show. Instead of going like, hey, I get it. Snow. It, those things happen. Literally an act of God. Yes. Prince yeah. fired them. Yeah. And because he fired them, we had oh, a chance. Prince was a fucking asshole. He was a fucking asshole. <laughs> I love him, but he's an I asshole. I hate Prince now. He's a jerk. Yeah, what a meanie. <laughs> but because of that moment, because of the SOS band. Yeah. We have Janet Jackson. Right, he freed them up to become the yes. star producers. Yes. Yeah. Because if they'd never gone and produced the SOS band, that would have never happened. Yeah. And Or if Prince had been like, I get it. Weather, what are you going to do? It's yeah. fine. If you were a normal, yes. reasonable man. Yeah. Yeah. He would. They would have never had it. I mean, that's not necessarily true. They might have 100% true. also have done it anyway and just stayed in the time. They might have done well. it. No, they would have done it later. Or Prince yeah. would have been like, produced my label. Or they stuff. wouldn't have been able to devote their full energy to no. it. They couldn't have done. They couldn't have done Janet's album. Yeah, because they would be with the time, which is right around there. Control was the first one they did. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. We would not have control. We would not have control. And Janet Jackson would be like, 
Oh yeah, wasn't she on uh, that Good Times? And then she did Fame. She did half a season of that show that Rob Lowe was on as a teenager that went nowhere, and then yeah, you know, whatever happened to her. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. because of the SOS band from Atlanta. Yeah. Thanks, SOS band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you, SOS man, for giving us Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah. And also, Take Your Time, Do It Right, which is great. Oh, it's a great song. And this one, which isn't bad either. I love this song. Yeah. But Take Your Time, Do It Right was the one that everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. My first clip you'll hate, but it's... <laughs> if you ask, like, what's Paul going to do yeah. from Atlanta? Like, this is the most Paul thing in the episode, okay. I guess. It's Black Lips is the name of, Don't the, know. of the band. They're in, they still exist. They're not like an old group or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is their video for their song, Get It On Time, which is sort of their song and sort of not. Because what it is, is uh, the drummer and songwriter for the band finished an unfinished and exists only as a de- like demo Velvet Underground song. So Get It On Time is an unfinished Velvet Underground song. Right. Which exists only in like a very scratchy demo mode from 1967 or whatever. Okay. That was never a complete song by the Velvets, never on an album or mm. anything. But because they're such a classic band and like everything in the archive gets released in some form, yeah. like you can go on YouTube and hear the half of a song. Is it literally like half of a song? Yeah. So they took that half and then added to it. Yes. The songwriting credit for this is. Lou Reed, John Cage, and uh, John Cale, and uh, the the guy from Black Lips, okay. who like finished the song. Uh, so it does sound very Velvet Underground. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like some Velvet Underground. Yeah, so. maybe you'll like it. Yeah. Like already, that sounds exactly like the Velvet. Underground. I mean, I was I mean, like, that's, that's yeah, how the Velvet Underground. Hundred uh, percent. And I, this is the official video. Because it looks yeah. real 60s. Well, they made it that okay. way. Okay, this is fascinating already. Oops, I accidentally muted it. Let me start with that. I mean, you could have told me this whole thing was from the 60s and the Velvet Underground. I've been like, okay. Yeah, they're doing a, a thing. Yeah. I can picture Lou Reed singing this. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like it. That's true. <laughs> no. I don't like it. I'm interested, like, what happens when the half of the song is over? How do they know, like... Okay, no, it's not gonna... that it, they only like wrote the first half of a song and stopped. It's just it was like a sketch of an idea. Oh, it was like halfway done. I get it. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. It was just like an incomplete thought. Okay. You know? She, to me, she's very cool. She's like a Gucci model. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember her name. She looks like Johnny Thunders in drag to me. Yeah, I that's I I can see that. What year is this? Twenty ten. Oh okay. no, I mean. No, newer than that, like 2019. Oh, wow. 2020, I think. It's freaking me out because it's so... The video is so well done of being like a time and place of the 60s. Yeah. That I'm like, I'm like, oh, did they just get footage? No, they just used a retro filter yeah. on Instagram. Well done. <laughs> God bless them, Instagram. Yeah. 
But yeah, this is, uh, you know what it is too? It's too country. I mean, the Velvet had, they had a little bit of that quality yeah, to them when they, that. on their prettier, folky songs. Yeah. I would say folky more than country. Okay, but. yeah. Sometimes I, I put the same thing, country yeah. and folky. But this is I suspect that the Velvet stuff that you do like is the more rocking, like Sweet Jane, Sweet Jane, stuff. Heroin. Heroin's great. Yeah. Um, I like, you know, this stuff. Yeah. Sort of quieter, pretty stuff. But they did a good job of, of finishing it and making it still seem like a Velvet Underground song. Are you, yeah. be honest, uh-huh. are you that type of jagoff who goes, probably, <laughs> the demo's better? Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. And also, I'm not a hardcore enough Velvet Underground fan that I knew it okay. already before I heard the Black Lips song. Okay. You know what I mean? It's a pretty obscure yeah. thing that they like dug up, as far as I can tell. But there is one dumb dumb who's like, oh, they should never have remade it. They should right. have kept uh, it as a demo. Yeah. Who are they to finish <laughs> Lou Reed's thoughts? <laughs> no, I, I'm not that okay. uh, jagoff. I think they did an excellent job mm-hmm. finishing that Velvet Underground. Do you know any other Black Lips song? Uh, no, I'm not super familiar with the Black okay. Lips now. I was just looking for bands from Atlanta. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, Black Lips are from Atlanta. Yeah, I kind of know some of their stuff. Uh, so then I just started going through their oh, okay. stuff. And I thought this was the, the the thing I liked the best and also had the most interesting yeah. thing behind it. That is very interesting that yeah. they did that. Yeah. And I think it's okay that they did it. And I think they did a good job doing it. So I guess the answer is... I'm not. I'm not a jagoff. <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah, anyway. about that one thing. But I'm totally like that with a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Should never have done it. But like, I would rather. I think it's more interesting to take a demo of a song that went completely unfinished and finished it, mm-hmm. than to just like to do a shitty cover. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know. Covers are tricky because if you're too slavish to them, it's like, what was the point of that? Yeah. And if you deviate. And like try to make it your own, and it doesn't work. Then it's like you shouldn't. Have yeah, done you that. failed. So yeah, it's always yeah. A, a tricky uh, slope. But this is like, ooh, we can make it exactly like the Velvets would have done it if they had finished. Yeah. And so I find nothing offensive about it at all. I think it's just cool. I feel like this would be the finished version. Yeah. 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 Okay, let's talk about this. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Not a fan. Um. I am a very big fan of Donald Glover. Okay. Not a fan of Childish Gambino. Gambino. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So when we were uh, working at the same company and we were playing Redbone constantly. Were you? Yeah. Everyone was playing it constantly. I'm sure that I had my headphones on listening to something good. (laughs) Redbone's great. (laughs) Childish Gambino is great. He's a great comedian and actor. Great comedian actor. Yeah. I don't understand why people will... I can understand why they're like, why is this actor and comedian also rapping? But I think he's good. I mean, I hate to to, to make it seem like I'm, that's my problem with it. Yeah. Like, everyone should stay in their lane and only do the thing they did yeah. first. Uh, I think he definitely got better. His first album is, like, total garbage. And other stuff is, like, fine. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought This Is America was pretty bad and got a lot of attention for a very interesting video. Yeah. But I was like, this song feels like half a thought 
that maybe Black Lips could finish. Because it seems like... But anyway, but anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about uh, Sweatpants. I love... This is the first... Which I don't know, so maybe I'll like it. Oh, this is the first song that I was like, wait, Donald Glover is a rapper? Maybe oh, is this maybe? pre-Redbone? Or is this... Yeah, this is a yeah, little okay. pre-Redbone. And I, even this was is like, I was coming late to the party. Okay. But I fucking love this song. This is okay. good. And what, is it just the video that we're watching? The video is trippy yeah, as music fuck. Okay. That seems like par for the course yeah. for yeah. Donald Glover. It's him in a diner just kind of having this weird, like... Continual moment. Yeah. I used to play the fuck out of this. I mean, I, I saw him live do a lot of improv shows, and he's hilarious. That's amazing that you got to see that. And, uh, you know, I loved Community, and yeah. I loved Atlanta. Love Atlanta. Got the game, bro. Hat topic. All she want to do is bank, Right. He's in the diner rapping, and then just like weird things happen. Thoughts on it so far? I'm curious about where the video's going. Oh, okay. I still think he's a whack rapper. Oh, no. <laughs> Dare you. It's very Macklemore to me. Oh, you're wrong on many counts. <laughs> See, now he leaves. I think he's great. Did you ever... I'm sure you know the story. And I was like, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. How he got his name. That's... I... <laughs> I you think that's that? the worst thing I've ever heard. What the fuck? How is that bad? Okay, as I understand it, and I've seen the website. There was yeah. a website. It was just some janky like HTML's website. Yes. That was like, type your name and then we'll give you your Wu-Tang name. Yes. Like, if you put your actual first and last name in. Yes. The thing will generate what would be your hip-hop name if you were in the Wu-Tang clan. Yes. And there were probably like six answers that just were randomly given yeah. out. Why do you uh, hate and, that? And and Donald Glover did that, and Childish Gambino was his answer. Yeah, I hate it because it's a dumb website. It's a stupid name, and everything about that is whack. Like that's such a perfect encapsulation of why Childish Gambino sucks to me. That's so weird. That's such a so weird late. take. Why? Because it's just a funny story of like he, he put yeah. it. He went into a random Wu Tang thing, as some, and it was janky to me. That's funny. Right. Also, Childish Gambino is a perfect rap name for him. But it's also like, oh, do you all say you couldn't even come up with your own name? Like so that's what? how little you. That's how much of not really a rapper you are. <laughs> like that's you, a don't even, weird... you don't even have a point of view that you got your you got your name not from like your street name or something that you did or something that happened to you or a nickname that your boys gave you you just typed it into a fucking website and got a randomly assigned this name. is the weirdest there's zero creativity there's zero creativity work, harder, work smarter not harder that's <laughs> this is the weirdest take in five years that i've ever gotten from you ever like, i don't think it's a song. weird take to say like he put no thought or creativity. I don't think he didn't put his thought. I think he was just like, "Oh my god, why do you need to put that much thought into your stage name?" Snoop Doggy Dog. That's. I mean, that's a lot of thought. It was his mom's nickname Ice for him. Cube? There's a story behind it. Ice Cube. I don't know what the story behind exactly. Was. This is a story. This is a great story. There's, it's a bad story. No, it's a great story. No. Oh my god, I, this is the first time we've ever been this opposite of it. Not even about the music, just his name. But it's the same thing. It's no. Like, it's like... You're saying you're he doesn't... You're faking it. You're faking it. How's he faking it? 
Because he, there's, there's no effort in that. There's, it's just, it's like. But you can't say that he's not. He's faking it in his music. Even if you might not like it, but that doesn't mean he's faking it in his music. Well, not that he's faking it, but that it sucks. Like it's whack. <laughs> That's fine, but it doesn't mean that there's no thought behind it. I don't know. I just there's something about it I can't lock into. Like to me, it's just really like, weird. You're like this dweeby comedian, and all of a sudden you're like, I'm a cool rapper. You're definitely staying, staying in your lane. Then. No, it's just that I don't believe it. I don't believe him. That's I'm so not convinced. Weird. It feels like he's like. Like wearing a jacket. Why? Why can't a dweeby comedian also be a rapper? They can, but he doesn't do it successfully. Oh, I disagree wholeheartedly. I think he does it great. I think Childish Gambino is a great name. Yeah, it is, but he didn't come up with it. So what? Who cares? Guarantee you there's a billion rappers who didn't come up with their nickname. They didn't come up with like, oh my God, I've got the best name. They just went, okay, yeah, that's a good name. Someone called me that and that's fine. Yeah, someone called you that. How's that any better? That's because it came up organically, not some like fucking cheesy How is this not organic? Like, he didn't go in there going, this is going to be my rapper name. Because no. it's whack. It's not whack. You're whack. It's whack to do that. Why is that whack to do that? I don't, why is anything lame? Because it's it's empty. How's it empty? It, it, it's meaningless. It's a meaningless name generated by a computer. That's, That's not what's cool. funny about That's it. Not cool. You're missing okay, the irony. So, okay, so is he? So is he a real rapper? Or is he a comedy guy? No, he's not. He's a real rapper. Okay, <laughs> this is the best argument we've ever had, and it's all about a name, not even the music. If he's if he wants to be taken seriously as a rapper. Then it's not cool that he got a stupid name from a dumb website. Oh, I think it that's a funny matter. joke. I don't even think it matters. I think you're reading into it too much. I don't even think it matters. You just I'm just rating him on the music that I it, like. Well, no, it it doesn't matter, but it's more evidence of like why he sucks. Disagree. Okay. I mean, there are there are rappers with truly stupid names who like I still like, and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, the name doesn't matter all that much. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying it's. It is a microcosm of like why I I cannot take Childish Gambino seriously as a musical artist. I think you have poop in your heart. It's not a reason that I don't take him seriously, but it's like a version of it. Do you know what I mean? Sort of, but I still disagree. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. You're free to disagree. And also, 99 out of 100 people disagree with me. <laughs> His like critics love him. Fans love There's him. a lot of people that hate him. I'm definitely on the outside looking in. There's not a lot, but there's a lot of people that think he sucks. Yeah, no, I'm I'm all for um, an actor saying, like, I'm going to make music now or vice versa. And I'm like, yeah, sure, do it. And, like, if it's good, I'm perfectly happy to enjoy it. But with Donald Glover, I was like, this just feels like you... Like, is this just, like, a funny project for you? Oh, like, When you first did that. it, I was like, oh, is this, like, a bit? Because it sucks. And then it was like, oh, no, it's not a bit. Like, he's he wants to be a rapper now. I just don't wow. see it. I okay. don't see it. I've, we've never disagreed it just, more. It t- basically, it all just seems like a pose to me, and I just don't buy oh, it. I don't, I don't even it. think it's a pose at all. I think he's a genuinely good rapper who just yeah. enjoys the art form. Well, look, I'll also admit that you are more into hip-hop than me. That's okay. I think you're a better judge than me of, like, what uh, genuine versus, like, you know, fake-ass mm-hmm. hip-hop would be. So I'll, I'll uh, you know. Oh, is this not over? I thought the is it a, No, over. it's just a pause. <laughs> There's more. Okay. Oh, actually, this is the... This... 
This is not part of the song. This is part of the video. Oh, okay. Well, still part of the video. Yes. So. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. Did we ever have a conversation ever of him doing the covering uh, um, I Die Without You by PM Don? Oh, yeah. I liked that a lot. Yeah. We watched that on That's the show. That's singing, though, so I can understand. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Like, this is just him in the video. This isn't in the original song. And I forgot this actually existed. I like this a lot better than uh, the song. No, the rap. So, the, the, the yeah, I don't know why this is on here. I'm just realizing this now. Because the song definitely doesn't have this. My, uh, in recent news, he's doing a, he's, He's in talks or is producing and starring a new Marvel. It's either Marvel or DC, I don't know. Yeah. But it's like a uh, real, real like deep cut villain. And the villain is a musician from the 70s. The whole thing, I can't remember the name of the... the um, is it the Prowler? No, it's some... God, where was my... But is, is it the MCU? Because he's... Uh... It might not be MCU. It's, but basically he's a villain... Who uses music to hypnotize people and rob them? Huh. It's from the seventies. Yeah, and so he's going to be starring in and producing this. Okay, is it going to be funny? No, because he doesn't make anything funny anymore because he's like too serious. It's also why I resent him. <laughs> why you know, like some Atlanta was still funny? No, it was, yeah. and, I, and I like Atlanta, but um, I don't know. I this is still sounding like I'm saying he should have stayed in his lane. Yeah, um, but. I don't know. He, he's become pretentious to me, and he's not. Wow. I liked him when he was funny. I think also like I maybe like Woody Allen's early stuff. Also, maybe because you saw him live, maybe, and you're like before he was big. Yeah, and you're like okay, and the it. stuff that he did with Derek comedy and mm-hmm. uh, on and on Community. I'm like, well, you're not going to do that anymore at all. <laughs> you're just gonna yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just think he like. I don't know. It feels to me like he started the rap thing as a bit mm-hmm. and then decided, no, wait, I actually am a real rapper now. Take me seriously as a real rapper. And every, and everybody else said, okay, we do. And I'm, I can't. <laughs> I never saw that. But that's okay. Yeah. That was the greatest argument we've ever had. Uh, and then also we argued about, uh, I said, well, uh, he's not from Atlanta. Yeah, which is real pedantic. That's yeah, real pedantic, and, and, Paul. He's uh, 20 miles out of Atlanta. Yeah, well... And your argument, you're like, I'm Frodon, but I can't say I'm from Boston, is like some dog shit. Why is this some dog shit? I can't. I don't go... I, it's a thing that... It's another thing that bothers me when people from the suburbs oh, yeah. of a place claim that they're from the place. Oh, that's... Anne hates that when people in Chicago yeah. say they're from, well, they're from Chicago, but they're like an hour outside. Right, like they're from Cicero or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But then they talk like they're from yeah. Chicago. That's how I saw it. But uh, I deferred to you because, as you said, you've been there. It's And I haven't. I can tell you this, there. and then we'll stop with the yeah. Donald Glover. Stone Mountain yeah. is the place where, and I went there on a date. Mm-hmm. I was dating this girl who I was waiting tables with, and she's like, hey, come to the Stone Mountain show. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but we're making out, so let's do it. Yeah. And <laughs> it's the Confederate show. Ugh. It's this laser confederate show 
where the stone mountain is like the Confederate, like Mount Rushmore almost. And there's a crazy laser show and stuff. And it's not like real, like, it's very like families and kids are running around because it's also a park and there's like all this stuff. So it's like a park. So it's not real like, hey, we love the Confederacy. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to Stone Mountain and we'll see the laser show. But I was like, what the fuck is this? And that's what you brought to our podcast? No, that's where Donald Glover's from. Right. That's what I'm saying. Are you saying Donald Glover's a Confederate fan? No, I'm saying, oh, we should not have this on our show because uh, this artist isn't from Atlanta. They're from Stone Mountain. And and you argued to have it on the show even though you knew it was from this, yes. racist, this racist place. Yes, because you can't ignore history. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. It's just because you're wrong about Childish Gambino. <laughs> but let's get to this so. Joe Bag of Donuts. That, uh... You'll probably hate this too, but uh, <laughs> whoever this person is, I'm like, you're awesome. You know Brenda Lee. You've been listening to Brenda Lee for the past few weeks. I have. Yes, because she does rocking around the Christmas. Oh, tour. yeah, yeah. That's she Brenda was, Lee. She was like a tween age rock and roll singer. Oh shit! In the fifties, I had no who idea. Did that song, I'm sorry, which is annoying. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. That's a terrible song. That's a terrible one. But uh, you know, she had great early rock and roll hits and even as a young girl had that great sort of growly voice yeah on rock and around the christmas tree that's a great song and she says the f word on rock and around the christmas tree and it's like real rock and roll and punk wait what yeah later we'll have some fucking pie oh yeah that's right she yeah. just says some fucking pie yeah <laughs> you can't unhear that you can't that's all that i'm song. gonna hear now uh so i was looking for like cool brenda lee videos mm. and she's still like as of a couple of years ago was still performing live in her 80s. Wow. And killing it. Good for her. This video, I think, is from the 1980s. It looks it. Uh, when she's, you know, in her middle age. Mm-hmm. And she's, but she's still performing. And I don't know what this live show is, but it's Brenda Lee and Clarence Clements. The big man. Back-to-back Clarence Clemens uh, ray guns, which is crazy. So I figured if I was going to make you sit through a Brenda Lee video, I could at least offer you the spoonful of sugar that is Clarence Clemens. So, uh, you know, you could see the the big man do his sex. Yeah, let's do it. While a a 50-something Brenda Lee does her thing. But she's still, like, you know, full of piss and vinegar. Yeah. I don't know this song at all. No, it doesn't matter. It's just, you know, she's a, a rock and roll legend. Yeah. Right now I'm going to bring up a gentleman that I'm proud to have join me on this next song. The incredible Clarence Clemens. Yeah. Zebra print. Fucking A. Suit jacket. She is pissing vinegar, man. Yeah, man. She is spunky. That's great. Wow. I have no idea what this song is, but she's awesome. I found a video of her doing Christmas Tree from like 2019, and she was giving it this much. Shit, yeah. that's great. Yeah, she is selling it. Yep. Yeah, she like, she gets it. Yeah. And her hair is fucking great. <laughs> In her white suit, this is great. She's giving it, man. She is a performer with yes. a capital P. If she didn't have these chops, I wouldn't like her because the song's okay. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's not, 50s rock. Yeah. It's not your kind of thing. But her selling it? Yeah. Fuck. 
And she must be tiny because she looks little. But also Clarence Clemens is a giant. It's true. But she's a sparkling. Yeah. But there's all these videos of her on Ed Sullivan when she's like 13 and wow. she's given it like, you know, that much energy I then too. I love this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think it is that he's huge and she's a yeah. big squeeze. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. Yeah. I would love to know where this is. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully a hometown show in Atlanta. Yeah. But. Wow. Right? Jeez. She's got a rock and roll scream. She can squeal. Yeah. But it still preserves that thing of like how early rock was very country. Yeah, definitely. Clint's Clint is the best. Yeah. He's just like, I'm on stage, I'm good too. Like, did they do a record together? Did they do a whole tour together? Because that would have been amazing. Yeah. Or they just like this one shot. Right. And he just came out for one. He came on. He's like, yeah, I just, I got this. Like he's just vamping. But how fun is it watching the two of them on stage? Amazing. I mean, look at the difference of his height. It's crazy. She's half his height. Yeah. Oh, slow it down now, girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy crap, yeah. she's got energy. Brenda Lee rules. Wow. And I just look like she started as a child star, but still, like, kept it a whole kept life. It. Yeah. That's a you can lot. Watch, you can watch interviews with her. She's got fucking. She's got chops, She's a Spitfire, man. man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. I know it's not your kind of music. Not my kind of music. And but they we, put on a good show. She, I, I applaud any performer who gives it their all. Yeah. I've never given anything <laughs> half that much commitment. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Let, here's, let's talk about... <laughs> Fuck yeah, we are. Uh, we always say, how have we done this many episodes and we've, ne- and we've never talked about this artist? Well, we've never talked about Criss Cross. No, it's about damn time. This is why we're doing an Atlanta episode. Yes. So we can talk about Criss Cross. I'm going to be very honest with you right up front. I was trying to decide between several clips. Yeah. First I was like, well, let's just watch the video for Jump. Yeah. But I'm like, no. Music Reagan doesn't do that. It's no. too obvious. And I was very close to choosing Warm It Up, Chris. The follow-up <laughs> single yeah. to Jump. Which is a great song. And I ended up... Choosing something else. And thankfully, when you sent me your choices for the episode, you had chosen Warm It Up, Chris. That's... And I was like, well, now I have to toss mine out. And then I was like, no, I don't. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. So we're going to watch two Criss Cross videos. And I'll talk about okay, mine yeah, after yeah, we talk about yours. Because yours is the second single from yes. Totally Crossed Out. Yes. Their hit 1992 album that gave us jump. Yes. Warm It Up, Chris, was enough of a hit that I remember. No, yeah, it wasn't as huge. It as, wasn't as huge, but it was at least top 20. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it can be hard to tell sometimes because sometimes when there's a follow-up to a big stupid hit like that, they play it a lot. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it was a hit. It doesn't mean it sold a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I remember hearing it. Like, it's the new Criss Cross. The new Criss Cross. I'm going to look up and see why we play what... Uh what, what, where did it chart? Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I, I hate to be that contrarian Jagoff who's like, this is better than Jump. I can't... It's hard to tell because Jump yeah. is just so over-familiar that yes. Warm It Up Chris seems fresher. Yes. But it's like, it's got to be at least as good, right? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Song would be the second consecutive top 15 hit. Top 15. Yeah, okay, reaching, so it didn't break the top 10. No, not top 10. But still a hit, technically. Yeah. yeah. Yep, number four in Canada. And just, oh, let's just describe Criss Cross for anyone who doesn't know who Criss Cross is. If you don't is. know who Criss Cross is, first of all, shame on you. In 1992, a couple of little kids, not little kids, they're like 12 and 13. Yeah. They recorded... A hip hop album after they were who discovered them? Was Jermaine, the, Dupree. Jermaine Dupree. Atlanta's Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Dupree will be in the show, but not in the show. Okay, discovered them, and they were like, basically, they're like Naughty by Nature Junior. Yeah, Their sound is very OPP. Yes, uh, and came out within like six months of OPP. Yes, yeah, very true. So it's that kind of rap from the early nineties, yes. like pre pre G Funk Revolution. Yes. This, these twelve and thirteen year olds. They have this whole shtick where they're, they're both named Chris. Well, no. One's Daddy Mac and one's Mac Daddy. That's their stage names. Yes. Their real names are oh, their Chris. Yes, Chris. that is true. Yes. So the name of the band is Chris Cross. Chris. Yes. Their genius. stage names are Mac Daddy and Daddy Mac. Again, genius. Also cool. And then they also had this thing where they wore their clothes backwards. Not as cool, but still worked. Not as cool. Very gimmicky. Yeah. But it was a thing for a hot minute. And people followed it. Yes. Which is weird. And also, they're way better rappers than they should be for a couple of Yeah, tweets. legit, like, really good. Like Way like, better than Childish Gambino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually well, good rappers. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, hot take. I don't know if they, I doubt that they wrote their own. Someone must have written these records for them. Uh, I think Jermaine probably helped a lot, but yeah. I think they legit did some stuff. But anyway, Jump was the hugest hit yeah. in the world in the so spring of 92. Yes, my college year. Oh, uh, spring of 92? Yeah, about to graduate college for me. For me, uh, fourth grade. Oh, God, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. But also, like, I was their age. Yeah. So among, like, my friends and I, they were even bigger because it's like, you know, we're represented. It's yeah. their our age, and they're these huge stars. So this was one of those bands that I've mentioned before, where like even guys who are into grunge, they're like, "Sucks, awesome." Yeah, everyone loved it. That was sort of my question: was like, was it just a hit with kids, or did adults no. take them seriously? We played it at parties, yeah, and, and it we works. would fucking do the jump. We would jump yeah. when they say jump, and people lost their shit. Like when I hear it now with my adult ears, I'm like, oh, it's still fucking great. Yeah, it's yeah. good. And warm it up, Chris, is as good. Very very similar, but still yeah. a little different. Uh, so, yeah, let's watch the video for Warm It Up. That little pet. Oh. Yeah, oh, there's Jermaine Dupree. Also, I never knew, I don't know now, and I don't want to know which one is Mac Daddy and which one is Daddy Mac. No. And you can tell me, I'll never remember it. No, and I think one died. Yeah. Uh, Don't yeah. know which one. 2010, he died yeah. of a drug overdose. Yeah. yeah. I think it's Daddy Mac. Could be Mac Daddy. <laughs> we don't know. I know which, like, face. I know which yes. one it is. I just don't know which name goes exactly. with which, which one. There's Jermaine Dupree. Chris, I'm about to. I said I was born to do. We used to just say that. Yeah. That when I moved to Chicago... Like during warm ups, you'd be like, Warm it up, Sean. He's like, I'm about to. <laughs> and we just start saying that shit. They're so good. Yeah. But again, their shirts are backwards. Right. 
This was also the era in fashion where people wore sports, uh, like remember, like sports yeah. hats and jerseys. But it was about the fashion and the colors, yeah, not necessarily the bank, the group, that you supported the team. No team. Yeah. Because some of these, I'm like, I don't even. Carolina Blue Carolina, Devils. Carolina, like you're they're from, from Atlanta. Exactly. <laughs> The, the middle. middle. Yeah. <laughs> so good. You're like fucking 12-year-old flipping you off and you're like, no, you're the coolest kid You're like, world. yeah, I won't, I won't touch you. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretending to drive. To drive. <laughs> you're not old enough to drive. And also that thing of like doing little like cuts in your eyebrow, like a little yeah. shave thing. That yeah. was a thing. Oh. I just remembered we have talked about them before. On our first Halloween episode, I brought uh, I Missed the Bus. Oh, my God. Which was a non-hit yes. single off of this album. That song was not good. No, but it had a creepy Halloween-y video. Yes, it did. Oh, my God. I can't believe you remember that. I missed the bus, and that is something I will never, ever, ever do again. <laughs> these two are their, their, these are their yeah. powerhouses. They're good. They're good. They're really good. They have a good flow and they're and the production's good. Now they're wearing Lakers shit. It's yeah. Like, yeah, where are you from? Yeah, why are you not wearing the Hawks? <laughs> they're wearing Raiders because it's 1992 as well. Yeah, everyone wore Raiders shit. Yeah. And of course the Charlotte Hornets starter jacket. Yes. And it's also like they're wearing it and it's in Atlanta and you know it's like muggy and 80, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> backwards jeans like so baggy so baggy and so like I have to go to the bathroom while I gotta take them off yep what's this it's a little bit it's like 90% naughty by nature with a little bit of dust effects, effects sprinkled yeah. in yep. just a little bit cause that was still big around then yeah and it's great I love this era and again <laughs> that 90s trope of like we're outside at night and there's uh, there's little fires in, in yeah trash night. can fires trash can yeah. fires good ambiance yep <laughs> now I think that's Mac Daddy but again I could be wrong I always thought he had a little bit more charisma he's a little ha- edgier I think yeah yeah he came a little harder he, he's the one who's still alive yes yeah. that's what I thought. And then, and again, they're, they're wearing socks. Yeah. They're wearing the Oakland Athletics. No Atlanta stuff they're wearing. <laughs> None. Because they didn't have cool logos or colors. Yeah. That. Yeah. So good. And see the guys walking, walking backwards. backwards. Love it. It's just, this is like the 1992 peaks. Yes. But then at the end of 92, The Chronic comes out. Yes. It changes everything. And changes the way hip-hop sounds forever. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that to put a button on Criss Cross. I'm saying that as a lead into the next video. Yes. Because the next video is the first single on their follow-up album. I know this song. And it came out in early 93. So between their first album being the biggest thing in the world in early 92 and their second album being released a year later, between those two, The Chronic comes out. Yeah. And now it's G-Funk mm-hmm. and Gangster Rap and Criss Cross and their management said, well, you can't do that Naughty by Nature shit anymore. No, no. Because things have changed. Yep. So on their second album... They're doing like G Funk. Yeah. It's like crisscross G Funk shit. It's a it's an abrupt shift. But not bad. No, it's still good. Not I liked bad. it. it yeah. They didn't they didn't have the same success. They they sort of 
disappeared from the scene. Yeah. Unlike Warm It Up, I don't remember this from back then. I remember this. I almost put this on, but I was like, eh, should I? And yeah. I decided not to. That's what I'm glad you That's what's funny. Both of us were trying to decide between the same two yes, things. Yes, exactly And we each right. decided on the different Love one. it. So I, even before you sent me yours, I chose it all right. That's so funny. Because uh, I liked looking at Criss Cross's attempt at G5. I like all right. It's pretty good. Oh, and the other thing that happens in that one year between their first album and their second album is they go through puberty. Yeah, they become old. Because they, they were 12 or 13, so they're right on the cusp when they when they made it. Yeah. And then, like, they age a bit. They start, you know, growing up. And their voices drop. Yes. And it's only a year later, but they look and sound like different it's a rappers. huge difference. Yeah. Stark. And it also helps sell the edgier G-Funk sort yeah. of thing. Like yeah. It's not party music so much anymore. Now it's like, we're cool. Yeah, guys. look at us. But we're, they're not rapping adults. about violence or anything. No, it's just a vibe. It's the vibe. It's very, like, Snoop. Yeah, because it's, it's got the, cool the cars vibe. bumping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look so <laughs> much older, but it's only yeah. a year. Yeah. But they're 13 and 14. Yeah. I love this song. Oh, and it's also got Super Cat on the yeah. track, which is another very 90s hip hop. Because he was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't listened to this song in a long time. This is sort of a forgotten. It uh, is. Uh, not a hit. It's also because, like, they also got rid of the backwards shit. Yeah. And they're like, okay, and now it's just, this is not that this is bad, but it's just generic 93. Yeah. <laughs> the flow is different too. They're still good, but they like still do it. the yeah. style changed that hard yeah. that fast. You know who he sounds like? Ahmad. Oh yeah, yeah. He sounds like yeah. uh, back in the day and when, when I was young. I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah, it's still because definitely like we're teenagers. Now. It's pubescent, but it's yeah. not fully developed yet. Yeah. It's, so yeah, this is. Seeing these back to back is really uh, an yeah, eye Less than a year between them. A year. This could have been like, felt like five or yeah. six years. All right. Oh my god, I remember this. <laughs> I forgot that Super Cat <laughs> like, was on yeah, it. Yeah, reggae hook. Yeah. Which I don't hate. Yeah, I like it. It's okay. I, like I don't it. like I make it's, oh, it's time though. Yeah, it really is. Wow, it's so different. And it's weird because it hurt them probably a bit, but also, of course they had to do it. Like, they can't keep doing this oh, yeah. stuff. They had to yeah. do it. And everyone was doing it. Everyone. Sure. Yeah. Even Hammer. Hammer. Yeah. You had to keep up with the times. You had to. So you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. But it's sort of a, like... They were so kind of gimmicky to begin with, and they couldn't stay tweens forever, so no. they were going to change. And then at the same time that they like physically changed, hip-hop completely yeah. evolved, so they sort of had a lot stacked against them. They like, really did. Yeah. If they'd come out a year earlier, they could have had back-to-back yeah. similar yeah. sounds. It's hard enough to stay successful when you're a child star. Mm-hmm. But also people are always skeptical of like a genre change. Or yeah. Like, but looking back at it now, it's like, ah, it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, now you see, like, yeah. yeah, we misjudged it. They're really fucking good. Yeah. They also like got a lot of confidence and they're still teenagers, man. Yeah. 
and it also like not, and their their fashion house. It's still baggy, but it's still like it's on the right way. Yeah, it's on the right way, but it's also like it's kind of like there's Dickies kind of Dickies kind of look. Yeah, the the backwards clothes thing always stank of like this was not their idea. Yeah, someone told this them was to some, do it. This, yeah, this it's was some middle aged Dupree. You think he did? Yeah, I think he did because okay. he really was really like not controlled them like his Bengali, but like yeah, really led the way from them. But it's the worst of, like, self-branding. Like, just coming up with a thing just to come up with it. Yeah. Because something like that just cannot last. Yeah. So impractical. Yeah. So impractical. Also, I'm realizing, too, even though this is a night shot and it's a hot, it's a party. Yeah. No bonfires. No, uh... Oh. Yeah. It's such a different look. Well, it's a pool party. It's a pool party. It's funny, even though they're from uh, Atlanta, yeah. the warm it up, you know, because it felt kind of like in New York, and this definitely feels like L.A., but this is yeah. all Atlanta. Oh, Cheyenne? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's Atlanta. I don't know what Atlanta looks like to look at it, um, like when we had Ludacris on an episode yeah. a few times ago, also from Atlanta, not yeah. on this episode, nope. but I, I was like, I don't know what city he's in. This yeah. could be Atlanta. But I just all I see is like a McDonald's back there, so I couldn't identify it later. Yeah, you know I don't know what its skyline looks like or anything. There's not much of a skyline there, yeah. if I remember correctly. It's like the city's almost like circles on circles on circles, kind okay. of like, yeah. like going out to the outer boroughs. Yeah. So that's that's crisscross. For I love sense. that you put crisscross. But we've now had three crisscross songs and music videos on our music podcast and none of them are jump no <laughs> and we will never put no. jump on That's ever our promise to you no we'll never we would not do that <laughs> we're better than that we had i missed the bus warming up and all right, all right. and we haven't had jump. their biggest hit that everyone loves yeah we're not putting on fuck you but for me that's exactly what i want this show to be exactly <laughs> what we're gonna again so what, what are we gonna say about jump it's a great song yeah, yeah. you already know it and yeah you, you could probably imagine every shot of the music video exactly the so what's the point yeah uh all right let's talk about okay. another choice of yours yeah with the band i've uh never heard of but a featured who i have have heard of yes but isn't from atlanta as far as i know I thought Nelly was from Atlanta. Maybe I'm wrong. But this is Jagged Edge. Yeah. Jagged Edge is from Atlanta. Another Jermaine Dupree produced oh, song. Oh, okay. Another discovery from Jermaine Dupree. So, let's take you back to 2001. Ooh, okay. 9-11. <laughs> Didn't happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. Inside no. job. Um, For most of the year, it hadn't happened yet. Yes. yes. So, 2000, this is 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to hear this and go, oh yeah, this was 2001. I probably heard this 8 million times. Okay. This is where the party at. Okay. Fellows want to know where the Bacardi at. You've given me too much credit in the past for knowing things from around this time. This was such a huge hit. I think you might be like, oh yeah, Maybe, like with Vertical Horizon or something like that. But I do want to remind you that in 2001... You know, depending on what part of the year, I'm in a different dorm room in the spring versus the fall. But I'm in the dorms. Yes. I'm listening to a lot of, like, Bell and Sebastian. Of course. The Beatles. Yeah. Nick Drake, Tom Waits. Yeah. This is all Paul. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not really... There's nothing keying me into uh, anything that's new and hot on the radio now. This is something you probably heard in a store 
or someone else play and you've been like, what the fuck is this? But that's what I'm trying to explain to you is in college specifically, it's such a bubble and URI's campus is out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. So I wasn't in any stores. I'm <laughs> like, what did you, you do know, in college? Like, what you, I stayed on campus. There's nothing else to do. Okay. Maybe you go to the beach. Oh, okay. It's out in the middle of farmland. It's not in Providence. Oh. How far it's away is it from Providence? Like an hour. Oh. Which is the, the other end of the whole state. Yeah, if you don't have a car. But it's closer like... to Newport. Uh, oh, freshman okay. year, I did not have a car. Yeah. There's nothing to do. Uh, when you get to be an upperclassman, typically what kids do is, instead of staying in the dorms, they rent beach houses. In Narragansett oh. from people who aren't there off season. And that's oh, interesting. so like Narragansett beach houses in Rhode Island are like unofficial URI housing. Weird. It's called living down the line. <laughs> so weird. And if you live on campus, it's like there's a big agriculture department and it's in the middle of farmland and it's like there's nothing. There's nowhere to go and nothing to that's do. That's not how I pictured it. That's fascinating. So, yeah, there's no, like, there's Greek life. There's yeah. on-campus parties. There's stuff yeah. to do that way. But it's very easy to be in the bubble and, like, yeah, I never went to a store. <laughs> like, I wouldn't, when would I have heard pop music unless I turned on MTV? Yeah. Which I wasn't doing. Yeah. And maybe at a party I would have heard it, but I didn't go to, like... That kind of party. I went to like weed parties where okay. people are going to be playing my kind of music anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's a long way of explaining why. I'll be interested to see if you hear this. And this is like, this is the triumvirate for me of bands that sound alike yeah. with similar names. And this is the third time I've played them. So recently we had <laughs> Rough Ends. This is Jagged Edge. Uh-huh. We had Rough Ends in the year 2000. Mm-hmm. We do no more. And then years ago we had Next. Which did uh, real close? All oh, the, that's a huge hit. That's that a I'm huge hit. Sure. All these sound roughly the same and around the same. Time okay, period. so yeah, I know what the sound is. Yes. So my fear after telling that long boring story is I'm going to hear this, and after one bar, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, of course I know. This. <laughs> I hope yeah, so. Yeah, great. Sure. Yeah. But this is Jagged Edge, where the party, where at. the party, at. featuring featuring Nelly. Nelly. Well, I thought it was from St. Louis. But oh no, he is from St. Louis. Okay. Like this intro is really big. Exactly like you said, like, I don't think that I know it, but boy, does this sound like 2001. Yeah, it really does. And the video is 2001 as fuck. Brian. Yo, he's Brian. It's bright. There's parachuting. See, I feel like I know this hook, but I feel like it's just similar to other Nelly hooks. Yeah. (laughs) Even though this is Jagged Edge. Yeah. But that was Nelly doing the, oh. Yeah. And then he'll come on again. But Jagged Edge, four-man group. And uh, this was their big hit. Yeah. They had another song called Let's Get Married. It's not, <laughs> not as good. That's sweet. <laughs> it's not even that. It's like, I want to fuck, so let's get married. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is the big hook. I don't think I've ever oh, heard that's this. so funny. But like you said, it's hard to tell because it just sounds it like... It sounds that, like that year. That 2001 sound. Yeah. That people used to say this all the time. Where the party at? Fellows want to know where the Bacardi at. Yeah, that was a huge hook. Huge. I think it just reminds me of uh, Nelly song or something. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But this is also like a real Atlanta sound. Yeah. You know, where it's R and B and but still hip hop. Yeah. Everything is so bright. 
I just realized the 2000s are bright videos. Yeah, we, we talked about we talked that. about a lot. Every time we see it, it's like, God damn. Garish is the Garish. And, then, and stuff that's in slow motion that doesn't need to be in slow motion. Yeah. Look at that. It's a his watch is a message machine. Like this is high tech. This is pre-text messaging. Yep. So they're supposed to be like these James Bond Dick Tracys with their yeah. cool communication oh, watches, but But it's just for parties. Yeah. So now here's the Nelly hook, which I was never a big fan of Nelly. He's fine. Yeah, it just sounds exactly like um Hot in here. No, not hot in here. What's the other one? Oh shit! I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But there was a time where they're like Nelly's the biggest rapper ever. Yeah. yeah. Huge. And he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Just the He's better than like Ja Rule. Yeah, a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Who's another guy from that time? Yeah. It was like, is this guy going to blow up? I sure hope not. Yeah. Also, it's like. It's so of its time. Yeah. This was 21 years ago. Jesus. Yeah. 21 years ago. That hurts. Hey, man. Crisscross was 30 years ago. Oh, Paul, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, Nelly's from St. Louis, I believe. Yeah. Born in Austin, Texas. What was the name of that first big hit of his? I gotta look it up. Oh. That whole oh 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 people used to scream that all yeah. the time. Hot in here, ride with me. Ride with me. Ride yeah, with me. ride with me. That's what this song reminds me of. Yep. This sounds like ride with me. It does. At least they're wearing Braves jerseys. Yeah, see this now it's, it's not the early nineties anymore. It's like yeah. no, you represent your team. Yeah. You're not just the fashionable uh, Yeah, I think player. also like <laughs> in their defense. In the 90s, no one was like, yeah, Atlanta's a hot place to hear music. And by, by the early 2000s, they're like, Atlanta's where you go. Yeah. Like, Teddy Riley moved from New York to Atlanta. And I think they're... Really? He, yeah. He, uh, and he helped discover... What's... Uh, oh, Pharrell Williams. Oh. He was the one to discover Pharrell Williams oh, in Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Pharrell Williams, also not on this. There you go. I just saw this. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a minute. I just so excited. I just want to wrap up about the Jerseys things. Because yeah. you also just reminded me when you said Atlanta wasn't the place to go to hear music back then. It made me think of the fact that in terms of sports jerseys, it was the place to see champions. Because the fucking Braves yes. were that was that was that the, was their time. So in the early '90s, when Chris Cross was big, that was when the Braves won like three World Series in a row. So it's doubly weird that they weren't wearing Braves yeah. jerseys. Were wearing Braves jerseys. But ten years later, when uh, uh, I already forget the name of the band, Jagged Edge, Jagged Edge is where it is. Nobody cares about the Braves in yeah. 2001. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so you're very excited for this. I forgot they were from Atlanta. We talked about them in like our I last know, episode. And I why did they come forgot. up last time? I can't even remember why we brought them up. I don't remember either. But, but something made us mention Closer to Fine by Indigo Girls. Yes. Which is a great song. I remember it. It was on a mini episode yeah. and the answer was Galileo. And I was like, the only thing you know about Galileo is the Indigo Girls song. <laughs> 
then you said closer I am to find this. And I said I only know I said I only know one Indigo's Girl song. Yeah. Which is true. But I love this song. This song is great. Uh, you know, it's been around for 35 years oh. now, because this is them doing it on Letterman in 1989. Mm-hmm. And the Indigo Girls, I don't know, I feel like they deserve more respect. I think because they were openly lesbian mm-hmm. and became known as like a band that lesbians love yeah. because they were open, openly lesbian at a time when that was unusual. Yes. They were seen as like, well, they're a lesbian band for lesbians. Yeah. Whereas now no one would like really know or care or see that as a exactly. thing. And it would just be a great song that everybody loves. Yeah. To me, this is college music. Yeah. That's how I, because when I was in college, first freshman year, Indigo Girls, and I was like, oh, this feels real like. You would listen to this in college. Yeah, it's it like yes, I feel like it should have been a more I mean it was a mainstream hit. Yeah, it's a big song. Uh yeah, it's a big song. But I feel like they would have been more of like in general, like a college rock, especially at that time in the late eighties, along with yeah. like your ten thousand maniacs. Exactly. Or something like that. Yeah. Like the Indigo Girls belonged in that yeah, they should in have that scene almost. Agree. Um, but, but as it is, I pretty much just know this one song. I only know the two songs. Yeah. And I liked it as a little kid. So, so I sort of nostalgia like it too. Yeah. They're both great singers. And when they sort of harmonize Mm -hmm. in the song, it's great. And there's Letterman performance. I haven't seen this. have not heard of this song in ages. Yeah. So I'm really excited. And they're, you know, in their twenties here. God, that's crazy. 1989. Yeah. It was a thing too that like, oh, they're from Atlanta. And that was also a thing where like Atlanta, they're from Atlanta. What's in Atlanta? Yeah. 89. I never knew that about them. I was just, I would have guessed that they're from, I don't know, Vermont. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But, um, yeah, well, just when I was researching what groups are from Atlanta, I saw Indigo Girls. Totally I'm like, okay, forgot. well, let's, let's get closer to find out yeah. anyway. But rather than watch the music video, I found the Letterman performance. Yeah. Uh, our next guests are natives of Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, wow. this is their new album right here entitled yeah, I remember Indigo that. Girls, making it, so many people had this album in college. Did they? Oh my! Well, New Hampshire. Ah. Also, yeah. Amy's ripped jeans fucking rule. Oh so fuck hard. yeah, they do. <laughs> fuck yeah, they do. They had a look, yeah. and they're like, "This is it." Yeah, they could really sing. I remember this. Oh my god, this is taking me back to college. Yeah. Oh my god. This is like freshman year of college. Really? <laughs> just so many walking by so many dorm rooms. Yeah. Hearing this. Wow. Uh, this is like real nostalgia. <laughs> 33 years ago. Wow. I should not like this. No, I know, but I it, it's undeniable. Like it's undeniable. It's yeah. so good. On paper, this is exactly what you hate. Ex- this, I hate. I should hate everything about yeah. this music, but it's so good. That, I mean, the, yeah. that fucking hook, and just... They definitely had a... a, a, a like, oh my God... This could be big, and then they're like, yeah. no. People are like, no, we can't. Yeah, and I wonder if it's just because they got pigeonholed as, like, the lesbian band. I bands. think they did. That's the I impression really I always got. Yeah. yeah. 
it's almost like they had that one this one album that was pretty big yeah and it's almost like people are like well you had your album right good for you we're not gonna have to have it do anymore yeah and of course they went on Letterman you know huh of course they went on Letterman which is yeah because this was so big they never went away they're still no they they still still play but they didn't have like big hits no it's like they I feel like they could've yeah, they could, and I think they just were like, okay, well then, fuck it, we'll yeah. we'll just do our thing and be underground. And I mean, it would have been fucking VH1 adult contemporary shit. Yes, it wouldn't have been like huge mainstream popularity, but it would have been a little bigger. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it's so nostalgic right now. Oh. They built like three huge hooks into this song. They you know what did. I mean? There's hooks in the verses and in the chorus, and then yeah. they harmonize, and it's just great. They must have written this in them and like, fuck yeah, this is good. Yeah, we we got this. We know it. I wish I knew more about guitar, and I'm like, are they playing the same thing? Or are they doing different things? Uh, looks. It looks like the same chords to me. Okay. They're letting their voices do the work. So yeah, the they really of, are. Yeah, the guitars—they're just accompanying themselves. Yeah. It's about the voice, the vocals. So I have no idea what the songs are. About. I literally was about to say those exact words. I'm, yeah. I, I'm a grown-ass man, and I've heard the yeah. song, and I just, i don't know what it is. Don't know what it means. Sounds meaningful, though. Sounds like it's probably pretty deep. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. it's deep, and I'm like, well, I'm just not smart enough. Yeah. I just don't get it. Now all I am is just looking at those awesome jeans. Yeah, Amy looks cool as hell. Yeah. Black t-shirt, ripped jeans. Yeah. I can't remember the other the other woman's name. I can't remember either, but that was cool as shit. But I know she's Amy, and she's definitely, in terms of, of personal style, I'm like, yeah, I want to hang out with Amy. You're like, that's my friend. Amy. <laughs> that's yeah. the one I want to hang with. Yep. Yeah, Indigo Girls. And then, uh, and then Letterman does an interview, but we don't we don't need to. I love that you put Indigo Girls because I completely forgot. Yeah, that man. And we had just talked about, like, how I said closer to fine. I didn't get the the mm out of the word fine before you were like, that song rules. <laughs> yeah. I love closer to fine. <laughs> closer to fine is good. Yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome you yeah. put this on. And there was definitely, that's the sort of song where there was a, a point in my life, you know, when I was like a teenage guy mm-hmm. where... Inside my heart, I knew I loved that song, but I would never listen to it or oh, admit that yeah. to anybody. Yeah, I can like, see that's that. That's not a cool song to like. Yeah. When you're in high school in the late 90s, Definitely. and a guy, you can't be like, do you know who I fucking love, guys? Fucking Indigo Girls. <laughs> Dude, fucking right? check their shit out, Indigo bro. Girl. No, seriously, you got to check it out. Like yeah. that's just, But that's just insecurity. Yeah, exactly. And then after a certain age, you're like, I don't care. I like what I like. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, people. Uh, and that's a great song, and if you don't like it, Yes, you do. You're just lying to yeah, yourself. Yeah, you're just a dumb fuck. Because <laughs> it's a good I'll song. Fight you. I will fight you if you say you don't like Indigo Come Girls. Come at me. This is a good You don't have to like their whole uh, uh, genre or their every song. You have to like Closer to Fine. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. I mean, it's the only one I know. <laughs> it's true. I'm surprised you don't know Galileo. Galileo is pretty good. It's, it's no Closer to Fine. Again, maybe if I heard it, I'd be like, oh, I have heard this. You probably heard it and you're like, that sounds a little bit like Closer to Fine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. Even a poor man's closer to fine. Exactly. Um, okay, for our last clip. Oh, I'm so happy this is the last one. I'm glad you picked this because this is the first artist who I was like, well, we have to have this 
this artist on the list. Yeah. But I struggled to pick a clip. Yeah, so did I. Well, no, I didn't. Yeah, well, yeah. I, You know, I was picking, like, you know, Ed Sullivan appearances from the early 70s, yeah. all the hits. And then you sent yours, and I was like, oh, Gladys Knight and the Pips had an 80s hit? A big 80s hit. A real Which is just, like, such the Kirk choice. Yes. And I was like, well, that just, that just took it off my shoulders. <laughs> Obviously... This is what we're going to talk about. I love it. We're going to uh, like, save the overtime. Yeah. It's like, well, obviously we're not going to do Last Train to Georgia. Yeah. Midnight, Midnight Train to Georgia. Yeah. That's because that's the, the obvious yeah. the jump. You don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't. Yeah, you don't. But I struggled to pick what of any of the other many hits they had we'd watch. I not even knowing about this. I was like, I'm picking I'm picking save the overtime. Yeah. Parenthetical for me. Yeah. Uh, which is like 1984. And I was like, oh, wait, maybe I should because it's too Kirk. And then I was like, oh, let's... And I tried to find... Because uh, they were on Summer of Soul. The I looked like, for that too. And but there's there not was, enough stuff. It was just like a brief one minute clip. Yeah. And not, the whole, not a whole performance. Yeah. But even then, it would have been something from the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this is the music Ray Gun Chase. <laughs> this is... And also, I watched a couple seconds of it. I was like, "This is good." Yeah, I don't want to watch the whole thing and spoil it until we get to the show. I, I love this it song. To be like, this is this song is so eighties as fun. Yeah, and this video is so eighties because the song has nothing to do with what's happening in the video. It's just the director going, "Hey, breakdancing's big right now." Yeah. So this whole video is going to be about breakdancing in a studio, but it'll look like a street. Yeah. And uh, Glass and the Pistol just sing while they breakdance. Yeah. But, you know, more than most acts, when I think of Gladys Knight and the Pips, I think of it locked into, like, 1970 yeah. with, like, you know, the Pips doing their, yeah. their little thing and Gladys Knight with her hair and everything. And I'm like, this is completely 80s and I didn't know it existed and it's great. This was their, like, comeback uh, uh, song. Yeah. And it was one of those things. I think I mentioned this um on, like, NBC. There's Friday Night Videos uh-huh. where they showed videos. For like an hour, like at like midnight, and I yeah. would watch it, and they're like, Gladys Knight has a new song. Right. But it's one of those things, it's that thing that happens, especially sometimes with comebacks, where it may have been a big hit, but it didn't stick. It was a big I R&B never heard of hit. It was yeah. did not cross at all. Oh, okay. So I'd say uh medium-ish, probably top 20 yeah. um RB hit didn't cross over. I mean, immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Just that sound. And then the first shot is a boombox. It's like, well, if Shaka Khan can break into the 80s, yep. then uh, dun, dun. this is the cast from Breaking. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the 80s businessman with the double-breasted yeah. suit and the mustache. The pips are killing it in this. Yeah. Pretty baby. And then I the- mean, it's like a parody of the 80s. Yeah. The girl with the 80s sunglasses that's like one strip. Yeah, what do you call those? I don't know, but I saw that a lot. And it's yeah. uncomfortable. Because <laughs> there's no thing. There's no little indent. Yeah. And it's crazy because I remember seeing this and I was like 14. And I was like, oh, Glesley and the Pips are old. But they're, <laughs> I'm older than them yeah, now. Yeah, they're probably in their 30s. Yeah, still. exactly. Look how cool they are. Now, Gladys's hair was uh, hot and fresh for the time. But it's aged like a bag of spinach. <laughs> Not yeah. a great look. No. No. It's a helmet. Yeah. yeah. I like the scarf, though. Yeah. And the pips look dope. The pips look fucking cool as shit. 
I mean, Gladys Knight is still fly. It's just the hair doesn't the work. The hair doesn't work. Not like her 70s hair. Yeah. And then it's just like, we're just going to put break dancers in. Yeah. Why not? And then now we're going to have more dancers. And these gals. These gals. These 80s gals. They look fly. They look fucking great. All right. She put a hat on. Now she's looking. Yeah. She's looking ready she, for the day. She's outside now. Yeah. You know, protecting herself from the sun. But, yeah, I remember seeing this video a lot when I was, like, 14. Yeah. And there's really nothing to it. There's nothing. She's singing on a stoop, and kids are breakdancing around her. But this is right in the pocket for me, because they're not doing the lazy thing of, like, well, let's just film them like they're doing a concert, which is so many music videos. Yeah. They're just on stage doing it like it's a concert. And it's not trying to do too much with, like, a whole concept. Yeah. It's like... Let's just film you having fun. Yeah. And we'll have dancers. We'll have dancers there because people love breakdancing now. Yeah. And we'll do it. And we'll have the tips, the, the pips try to move a little bit. Yeah. Also, the idea, this is a stupid directorial move. Yeah. Hey, let's have seven boom boxes. <laughs> Not just one because seven boom boxes is cooler. And then now we're going to have 80s actual choreography dancers. This is cool. I love it. It's like the director's whole idea was like, good vibes only. That's it. That's what this Happiness. video is going to be. Break dancing. Roller skating dancers. Roller skating dancers. Yeah. Jazz dancers. And the pips. Pips. Do your pips thing. I also feel like the pips are getting a lot of... They're getting a lot of burn. They're getting a lot of time yeah. in this song. Because they're getting to sing a little bit more. Yep. They feel a little bit more, not on like equal footing with Gladys Knight. They're still her backup yeah. singers, but they, she's getting a, they're giving a little more. Yeah. And it's a great song. Yeah, I love this. This is going song. on my playlist. Oh, uh, I when I, I I have this on a playlist, and yeah. I was like, I think Paul's going to like this on a playlist. Yeah, totally. It's just a vibe. It's I mean, happy. look, I've never thought, I love Gladys Knight and the Pips, never thought of them as party music. No, nope. but, but here you go. It's the 80s now. It's the 80s, man. Things have changed. Yeah. That guy, oh my god, the guy that she's like working hard, the guy that said goodbye, I gotta go to work. Yeah. He is an actor who's been in a ton of shit. Oh, really? I, I didn't clock him. Oh my god, I think he was in like House of Cards. <laughs> like he's been around that long. Yeah, so he's just, yeah. just a lot of dancing. The sun is set and they're still partying. It's great too because like breakdancing has evolved so far that like this looks like antiquated. Yeah. Because it's not as fast or as like acrobatic but at the time we're like it's you don't get any better than this dancing <laughs> it's the best dancing. I still think it looks cool yeah the only thing about that video is it looked very New York to me maybe just because it's the 80s and the break dancing but was it New York or was that Atlanta I think it was New York okay I think it was I think I was wrong it wasn't a studio it was it was um, New York yeah the stoop and the break dancing and everything very New York vibe yeah there's no stoops in Atlanta like yeah that. no yeah, it's yeah. all more like houses and stuff yeah I honestly completely forgot that last night the pips were from Atlanta. I was like, oh shit, that's right. I completely spaced. Yeah, that was like the only one I knew. I was like, Midnight Train to Georgia, pretty sure they're from Atlanta. We've got to have Gladys Knight and the Pips. So who was your first, like, Atlanta, okay, this is going up? Gladys Knight and the Pips. Oh, okay. Mine. Oh, I didn't know what video it was going to be, and I never actually decided on one. But that was the artist who, without having to, before I had to check to see who's from Atlanta, I knew we're going to have Gladys Knight and the Pips. Okay, mine was Crisscross. I didn't know they were from Atlanta. Oh, that's so funny. I don't think any other artists on here, I don't think I knew other than Gladys Knight and the Pips, I didn't know for sure any artist who was from oh, Atlanta. Oh, wow. Oh, it's Outcast. 
Oh yeah, for, I Sci-fi, definitely knew yeah. Outcast were. I didn't even know TLC was from Atlanta. Oh wow! I don't even know what I would have guessed they were from if you put me on the spot and asked me. I probably just would have said New York. Oh, that's so funny because I assume every rapper's from New <laughs> like York. Like every R and B, that's all. It's all New York. Yeah. If yeah. I don't already know, I'm just going to guess New York. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I learned a lot in you, terms of we learned artists. a lot. I was like, oh, they're from Atlanta. They're from Atlanta. Yeah. They're from Hotlanta. Boom. Oh shit. Oh shit! I shouldn't have said that. Now you've won a. Um, yeah, that was the deal I offered you. That you smacked <laughs> yeah. down and said, "If you say it, I get an extra win on the you music get an extra, Oh no! Fuck! No, we're not gonna count it. Thank God. Uh, but that was our Atlanta episode. We, we did right. Do you feel like we represented them well, even though we didn't have TLC or Outcast, and we did have two crisscross videos. I feel like we did it as much as Music Ray Music Ray Gun. Yeah, we, we did it our way. We did it our way. Yeah, because that's the thing. We love TLC. We fucking both of us love TLC. Oh yeah, but I'm like, we'll talk about that when we do a TLC episode. Yeah, what are we go, what are we gonna put on that we haven't already put on, or that would be yeah. like dumb to put on, like the news report of when Left Eye burned down Andre Risen's yes. house. Yes, <laughs> or the very famous, which is still on TikTok now. Here's how a band makes sells millions of records and makes no money. Oh um, right, they did they have a whole yeah uh, like uh, Hollywood left accounting eye, thing. Left Eye broke it down to like by the time. They got their money. They yeah. each got $50,000 after selling like hundreds of millions of records. Yeah. Once yeah. you pay all of your yeah. managers and, and the, the cut that the, the album record company. Yeah. 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 So Artists we did it the screwed. right way. Yeah. yeah. But we did, we did it the Atlanta our way. Yeah. I'm sure that didn't happen to Crisscross at all. No. They got back. They, <laughs> they're like Prince. They own yeah. all their I'm sure rooms. Mac Daddy lives in a fucking Bel Air mansion <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. He owns all his own music. <laughs> Yeah. He owns all his own tracks. I'm sure they didn't get taken for a ride as 12 and 13 year olds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> with a massive Oh my god. Yeah. And his Fenjali manager. Yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> but I don't know that story. We should try and find it out. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for our Atlanta episode. Nailed it. And uh, Music Raygun is uh, hosted by me. I'm Paul. I'm Kirk. Until next time. See ya! See ya.